0: it yeah. is yeah. has a message for liberals and the mainstream media. You can't handle the truth! So buckle up, snowflakes, because we're about to deliver the politically direct best in conservative commentary, news, and investigative reports. We're telling the truth, and we're not going to stop. Okay, liberals, back under the bridge with the rest of your fellow trolls and, oh yeah, thanks for listening to Right Side Patriots. They are special, special people. On RSPRadio1.com. Welcome to Right Side Patriots on RSPRadio1.com. Craig Andreessen at the National Patriot. Diane Sori at the Patriot Factor. It's the second of December. Holy cow! Welcome to it, Friday night edition of
1: the show. Hello, Diane. Hello, Craig. And you know, you have to look at it this way: twenty-three more days till Christmas.
0: Oh God! You know, I uh, I had to make a run to town today, and I um, I thought, oh, Christmas is so freaking close, and I don't have any idea what to do for christmas shopping this year I ju- i'm just clueless this year. well
1: be prepared to bring more money than last year i can tell you that
0: well i think i think uh somebody had better be prepared to get fewer presents this year <laughs> um because yeah this this you know money deal is crazy right I now know.
1: It's absolutely ridiculous. This morning, I went into the pet store for um, a new castle and little drawbridge thing for a fish tank, three bags of cat treats, and a few cans of regular cat food, $120.
0: I know. This is insanity. Yes, this is insanity. Yes, but you know? Biden
1: says this is the greatest economy ever.
0: Yeah, Kiss my economic you-know-what. I know, right? <laughs> um, you know, right before Thanksgiving, I had to go to the grocery and pick up just a couple of things. And I mean just a couple of things. Um, I got some pie crust. Mm-hmm. I got some... Um, Whipping cream, not not like you know the the canned whipping. I got the cream in the right. carton, and so I make my own whipping cream because I make my own pumpkin pies. Mm-hmm. So I got I got those two things. Um, I got a gallon of milk, and trying to remember what the heck else I got. It, it you know you know how your shopping cart when you open up that top deal yeah you, oh I got some eggs you know so you open okay. up that top deal everything I got fit in that top deal that that you know wow right behind the the push cart handle okay e- everything I got fifty five dollars
1: that actually is better than some of the things I've seen I mean today we ran in for some stuff because after all my Thanksgiving company left, you know, the refrigerator's kind of empty. Right, sure. And we figured, okay, we're going to go out this weekend with some friends so we don't need our usual shopping trip. $224. I know, it's out of, it's way out of bounds. I know. I mean, this stuff is crazy. And Democrats are clueless. They're just clueless. They don't understand. You know, they think, oh, a good jobs report, good this, good that, it doesn't trickle down to you.
0: No, no, it really doesn't. We're going to be talking about the new jobs report uh, coming up in a few minutes. But, you know, it's the one-hour show. It's the the chat show tonight. Why don't we start with the Supreme Court taking on the Biden student loan forgiveness debacle?
1: Yeah, you know, there's... Kind of two ways to look at this. Yeah, you know, in a way they're going to be legislating from the bench. Mm. In a way, but then again, maybe they need to to set precedents. But the problem here is there were two Supreme Court justices I do not trust, and that's John Roberts and Amy Comey Barrett. I have not liked her from. The time she was nominated, Craig knows I have not trusted her and my instincts have proved correct on our side a number of times, as has John Roberts. I, you know, this could go either way. If those two side with the Democrats, we taxpayers are going to be paying for loans that people signed and agreed to pay and now longer, you know, have to pay. It's going to be we pac- taxpayers that are going to pick up their bill. So this is something we really need to watch because this is going to set precedence.
0: Well, you know, here's here's what it is. You you call it legislating from the bench, and it could wind up being that. Mm-hmm. Okay, if uh, if John Roberts does to this what he did to Obamacare, then yeah, it's legislating from the bench. Yes, But what the Supreme Court's job is, is to look at any law and determine whether or not that law meets constitutional muster. Now, if that's what they do, this will not be legislating from the bench, and it should be a slam dunk. Because the Constitution tells us which branches of the government are capable right. or able to do what. The Mm -hmm. purse strings are controlled by the House of Representatives, not by the executive branch. And in this case, executive order. Right. uh, In this case, an executive order was made to spend at at the bare minimum four hundred billion dollars. Now, there are reports that say this could go as high as a trillion dollars. Right. Now, you can't do that by executive order, but that's what Biden did.
1: Yeah, and and the other problem is, you know, they're spending or we are going to be spending all this money to pay off students' loans, you know, people that we have no relation to whatsoever. And they're going to be raking in money, but there is no treasure to back any of this.
0: Well, and, and that's a huge problem, and we're going to talk about that uh, in the second segment of the show when we talk about Janet Yellen. Okay? Right. But, but it crosses over in a way. It, do, it does. I mean, yeah, it does. This is, I mean, it's all so intertwined. <clears throat> Folks, you have to excuse me tonight. I'm, I'm on the tail end of a cold.
1: Yeah, that's so why my, we weren't on Tuesday, guys. Yeah, if Craig my voice really
0: <laughs> if my voice comes and goes tonight, that's why. Um, right. But you know, you look at this thing and it's it's a debacle from the word go. If this goes through, what you're gonna have is people who paid off their own student loans paying for somebody else's student loans.
1: Yeah, and that's about- patently not right. And how about this for a fact, okay, my kids went not to state schools. They went to basically, I believe, top colleges in the country. We paid a fortune for them to go to these schools, the parts that scholarships didn't pick up. And we're still paying. Where is our relief?
0: Oh, you don't get any. You don't deserve any. <clears throat> no. That's what that's what the government's telling you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. You know, uh, loans that you took out for colleges that are let's say $2,000 a year don't hold a candle to what a lot of people have taken out in loans or not loans just paid it out of their own pockets for their kids to go to school. College and we don't get any relief in this.
0: No. No, and oddly enough I saw a video today and this is just tragic. Okay. Some little liberal snowflake guy working at working at Starbucks. I don't know where, you know, what city this is in, doesn't matter. But he's literally crying in this video, sobbing. Because Starbucks has scheduled him. For 25 hours a week. Now, he tells us that he's a student. And how can they schedule him for 25 hours a week? This is why Starbucks needs a union, according to Snowflake Boy. Oh, and, dear. I mean, he's literally crying almost uncontrollably through this video that he makes. And he, he talks about how hard it is because there's there you know, were only four people working at the starbucks that day and they were so busy and he couldn't keep up and and people were getting mad at him and he says somebody misgendered him terribly and they said well she doesn't know what she's doing he says i have a full mustache and beard now let me tell you something i mean this guy's in college right Mm -hmm. i had more facial hair when I was a junior in high school than this guy's got. So while he's talking about a full mustache and beard, okay. I don't know what he's referring to. But, okay. I mean, I guarantee you this guy's got student loan, and I guarantee you that he's one of the people waiting to get his money.
1: Oh, absolutely. Because, you you know, folks need to understand, this promise made before the election was Joe Biden buying the younger you know, people's vote Yep, for $10,000. This was a bribe.
0: If this guy can't handle, uh, you know, uh, being a barista at Starbucks, how is he going to handle not getting his $10,000? <laughs> you know, I mean, I watched that video in sheer amazement. I had to watch it two or three times just to let it, you know, kind of soak into me a little bit. You know, here's, here's a guy with student loans, working 25 hours a week and he is in tears because he doesn't know how to handle it. How's he going to get along in the
1: real world? He's not. But you know, the bottom line in all this Craig is when you take out a loan, you sign a promissory note to pay it back. You don't pay that back. That says a lot about your moral character
0: it says a lot about the lack of moral character.
1: Exactly, that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. I mean, this is this is absolutely ridiculous.
0: Well, I mean, yes. you 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 put the ridiculousness of it aside, it's unconstitutional.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> because Biden had no legal right to E.O.N this or even run it through the uh, wherever he ran it through he claims that he he got it passed with one or two votes but that, there was no he vote he can't do it he, but then again remember joe biden is of the mindset that the constitution is an outdated document there was no vote i mean i heard him
0: say that right okay but there was no vote there was no bill it he, never he owed it, it never it, yeah, it never appeared on the House floor or the Senate floor. He just signed a piece of paper and said, free money.
1: Yeah. Well, guess what? He ain't getting any of my money. Maybe, you know, people keep saying maybe we should start withholding our taxes. I used to think they were kind of foolish, but I don't think that way anymore.
0: Yeah, I know. The worse this gets, the more you think, hey, there might be some validity in that.
1: Yeah, and, and what they're trying to do now, the Democrats, before recess, is fund those 86,000 IRS agents so the Republicans can't get rid of them. That came out today.
0: <sighs> yeah, I, you know, it's it's scorched earth is what it is. They're going to spend right. like drunken sailors from now until they go home for the, the break. Right. Yeah, that's that's what they're looking to do. But this case, uh, being heard by the Supreme Court, will not be heard until February.
1: Right. So Biden's going to have to, you know, do some paper shifting to get the money in there. And when you talk about paper shifting, who usually gets the shaft? The people on Medicare, the older Americans.
0: That's right. And, And so we got that to look forward to. Isn't you know, as, as this year winds down now the interesting thing is if uh you know because because scotus will not hear the case until february when the republicans take over if they just nix it if they just just yank it out of the budget yeah okay then what happens to the
1: scotus case I think it goes away, but you've got to remember something, Craig. We only have a six-member lead now in the House as it stands now. That's the same lead, basically, the Democrats had over us before the midterm. Right. Okay. We got some traitors in there, you know, some rhino Congress people. Oh, I know. I know. So it could very well stand thanks to them we did not get the majority we needed to make sure that we do the right things with control of the house we don't have a big enough majority
0: i just i just want to say one more thing on this topic okay mm-hmm. if the scotus upholds this and allows this to to go on they have opened pandora's box because they set the they would set the precedent that any president from either party can spend as much money as that president wants on whatever the hell that president wants to spend it on with no input from Congress.
1: Yeah, that's very dangerous because that's directly against the Constitution. But the thing is, Craig, and you and I have discussed this, there are two on our side that we need to keep an eye on because we cannot trust them. Right. Robertson and, and Comey Barrett. Yeah. You know, so. But we have two months to see how this plays out.
0: You know, obviously, as we get closer to February and, uh, you know, we'll see what happens in early January when Republicans take over the House. But we'll certainly keep an eye on this topic. And uh, this won't be the last time we talk about it on this show. True unfortunately true uh the november jobs report is out and of course liberals are you know strutting around like look how great we are diane you and i took a look at that jobs report and we see things maybe just a little bit different
1: yeah what they're talking about this is the time of the year when part-timers are hired for the holiday they don't say but those numbers include these people who will be unemployed come January and also what they don't say is people that have been forced due to the economy to work two and three jobs part timers who you know works different jobs at different times of the day these numbers that they're saying they're not reality
0: well, no, and there's a lot of other problems with these numbers, too, if you, if anybody really cares to look into it. Right. You know, you've got the stuff that Diane just talked about, but if you look at the um, the number of people working, okay, that's not changing very no. much. Um, it's still at, on,
1: at 3.5%.
0: The The liberals are all excited because... Well, earnings. Yeah, yeah. Liberals are all excited because earnings are going up. Well, the earnings going up are still lagging way behind inflation rates. So even though people are making more money, they actually have less money.
1: Right, their dollar doesn't buy as much. As witness, just go to the grocery store. Go fill up your car with gas. Biden's touting. Oh, look, the prices are coming down. Really. Compare those prices to when Trump was in president, but the Democrats dare not do that.
0: Oh, they can't do that because then it shows that they're lying to us. Right. You know, um, yeah, you look at these job report numbers, you know, across the board and there's something wrong in every category. Now, if the jobs numbers were as rosy and, and fantastic as the liberals want you to believe as the Biden regime wants you to believe. Then answer me this, smart people out there. Why, when that report came out, did stock futures plummet
1: 400 points? Because they were a little more astute to the monetary aspects of things.
0: My dog is more astute to the monetary aspects of those <laughs> things than the Biden regime. And I don't care which dog you're talking about, you know, my my good old girl
1: or you know, the terrorist. Um, right. I mean, but the, the bottom line is Biden is probably, uh, if he's not on par with Jim, uh, with Jimmy Carter, he's worse than Jimmy Carter. He has single-handedly destroyed the American economy.
0: Well, if you look at what, you know, top economists around, <coughs> excuse me, around the country are saying, They're saying this inflation thing isn't going to get better. It's going to get worse. They're saying the economy is going to, at best, rise to the level of stagnation, but they're not even sure it's going to get to the point of, of being stagnant. They think it's going to continue to drop.
1: I think it's going to drop for a while. You know, we were all hoping that with huge wins for Republicans in the midterms that things would turn around. But if you remember, Craig... Every time on our show, I said, don't count on it. Right. Things could go wrong. And I was right. Because people don't want to see or face reality. They'd rather listen to what the mainstream media is telling them. Buy into it than have to face reality. Because reality right now in this country is tough.
0: You know, you, you look at some of the different polls before the election and i mean right <clears throat> right before the election and one of the most interesting numbers that we saw leading up to november 8th was that 75% of the country thought we were heading in the wrong direction right okay now you you juxtapose that number over how close th- these elections were and it doesn't figure
1: out no but then again, something I also said, we cannot count on the polls. We cannot count on anything because it's not who casts the votes. It's who counts the votes. And with all the fraud that went on in the midterms, and we know damn well there was a lot of fraud in them. No. Yeah. Just look at Arizona. I mean, I, I never thought we were going to take back the Senate and barely I said right on air take back the House because I do not trust them and the problem here is when things like this happen Republicans have no spine they have no backbone they don't know how to play the same games that the Democrats play they play dirty we should play dirty do it legally do everything you know on the up and up but they don't even do that
0: no no and you you said well you know just look at arizona okay i'll look at arizona uh this came out just uh, a day or so ago uh it's been confirmed that katie hobbs okay katie hobbs is the governor-elect of arizona Mm -hmm. she was in the race against Carrie lake okay katie hobbs as she was running and still today is the Arizona Secretary of State, which means she's in charge of elections in that yeah, state. Yeah,
1: you heard what she did today?
0: Th- this is what I'm getting at. It's been confirmed that Mojave County supervisors were threatened with up to two years in mm-hmm. prison if they did not certify their election results.
1: And the order was sent by her. Yeah. So what should be done, she is tampering. With the vote, she needs to be impeached out of the office she just supposedly won. I mean, when when you look at that, and,
0: and then you try and convince me that there is not voter fraud going on in Arizona when when they knew their uh, tabulation machines weren't working ahead of the election, they went right. ahead and used them anyway. Right? I mean, you know, who are, you know? Don't kid a kidder. I can see through this, it's pretty transparent. There's voter fraud going on in the state of Arizona.
1: It's not just in Arizona that's the problem. Hey, we're hearing, oh, there's some kind of fraud even here in Florida. And the funny thing is, we all laugh at them. You know, oh, DeSantis, how did he win by 20 points and this and that? Because some of the Democrats here in Florida, some quite a lot, actually crossed over and voted for DeSantis.
0: Well, you know, apparently there are some Democrats that enjoy freedom. Go figure. Exactly,
1: And I mean, this This just shows, you know, they try to throw any time a candidate who they don't like, obviously, uh, with an R next to their name, they try to make up stuff. Right. To try to discredit not only the person, but to discredit the vote of we the people. It doesn't work here, and probably in another, you know, few states across the country, because we have a governor that has a backbone. The people, you know, I followed that thing with Arizona and the um, threat, basically. Right. And one of my friends, a a personal friend through the uh, Breck that I know, he put up a post that, well, she doesn't have the money to fight back. And I said, hold on a minute. If this is, you know, the letters are there, the statements are there, the people have said, yes, this is what she did, you start a legal defense fund. People would have contributed, knowing all of this, you know, illegalities that is going on. Right. They would have contributed. So here it is, you have Carrie Lake who is willing to fight. She doesn't have the money. Where the hell is the Republican Party? Why aren't they giving her money?
0: They, they should be. They should should be pouring money.
1: Exactly. Into, into no. That. And, and they're not. So it's part of this is our fault because we're a party, I'm sorry, of cowards.
0: It's getting to be
1: ridiculous. Yeah, except for a few people, except for a few, you know, Republican leaders. And this is, I, it, it disgusts me, Craig, because I'm watching the country that I grew up in, that relatives of mine fought for, some died for. This is not the country that we grew up in. And it's right. sad. Well, I I don't know about you, but it's we got to start playing dirty, just like they do. Do it within the law, but we have to start playing dirty. I
0: mean, I don't know what else to do at this point.
1: No, there is nothing else except just lay down and say, "Come on, roll over us." I mean. This is ridiculous, and if we keep on this track that we're on now, we're not going to win in twenty twenty four either.
0: No, and and we gotta, you know, we gotta get some some stuff figured out, um, Mm -hmm. you know, before we get to that next election, folks. We're about two minutes from the bottom of the hour, and that's when we take a bottom of the hour break. But I just want to let you know that. Elon Musk is apparently dropping the hammer on the Hunter Biden laptop story, Yes. Uh, even as we speak right now. Yes. And, uh, you know, this is, uh, I, I think when this is all said and done later this evening, uh, we're going to come across some stuff that's going to be, I mean, we, we knew basically what was going on, but these are the details. And Mm -hmm. I think we're going to learn some things from this document dump uh, by Elon Musk tonight that are absolutely staggering.
1: Yeah. And, And it all boils down to free speech, guys. When you stifle your opponent's speech, you've fixed an election. And that's the premise that he's going on. The election was fixed before it even started.
0: And I'm I'm looking at at Twitter right now, my Twitter feed right now, and they're providing um, links and everything to mm-hmm. the documents. Uh, I mean, this is um, this is crazy.
1: Yeah. It's, it's very bad, folks. You know, Pelosi's there whining, or Biden's whining. Elon Musk has no right to run Twitter. Yes, he does. He bought it, legally and legitimately. He could do whatever he wants with his company. Well, I guess not when you live in Biden land. Yeah, that's, that's the drawback right there
0: yeah right you know it is well we've hit the bottom of the hour which means it's time to take that bottom of the hour break when we come back we'll be talking about janet yellen and inflation and the biden state dinner
1: oh dear god yes
0: (laughs) folks stay with us there's plenty more to come on right side patriots after this You're listening to Right Side Patriots Radio, the best in conservative commentary, news and talk where we do away with the politically correct nonsense and give you the politically direct truth. This is the home of Right Side Patriots every Tuesday and Friday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern with Craig Andreessen and Diane Sori. We're working to make this country great again from the right and leaving puddles of melted snowflakes on the left. Thanks for listening to Right Side Patriots, your best bet on the Internet.
1: You're listening to rspradio 1.com. And join us both on Right Side Patriots every Tuesday and Friday night from 7 to 9 p.m. EST at RSPRadio1.com.
0: Welcome back to Right Side Patriots on RSPRadio1.com. Craig Andreessen at the National Patriot. Diane Sori at the Patriot Factor. If you miss any part of tonight's show, all you need to do is go to RSPRadio1.com tomorrow morning, click on the podcast button, and just like that, without any fuss or muss, you become one of the pod people.
1: Yes. This is, uh, I'm just getting this through my feed right now. The files have been released on Twitter censorship of the Hunter Biden laptop story and it's quite interesting
0: you know it was it was really weird there because that that document dump was supposed to come at five o'clock eastern this evening and it was about two hours late right and and for you know a good two hours everybody on twitter was you know wondering where's elon is elon okay did elon get epstein where's hillary you know i
1: mean
0: um It was
1: it was wild. In a row, that's all.
0: Yeah, that's all he was doing. But I mean, people were, and I think justifiably concerned. You know, I saw somebody put up. Somebody better check Elon Musk's brakes after this. You know. Is the true. So, we're gonna we're gonna spend some time over the next few days, Diane and I, going through this document dump. And, and finding out what's in it. And we'll probably be talking about this on next Tuesday's show in the opening segment.
1: Yeah, because this is a big story, guys. But what's going to happen? You know, they, I shouldn't say they, if he traces this all the way back to the election itself.
0: Oh, well, yeah.
1: And proves that fraud was committed. It will be interesting to see.
0: I you know the outcome is. Let's just see what what all is because this is a big document dump, right? And and you can tell he's been working on this. He's he's been digging deep into the Twitter files to find all this stuff.
1: Yeah, you know this company was was basically crooked all along.
0: They were shilling for for the liberals, obviously. Exactly. You know, we all knew that. But now we're getting the details, and so this is going to be kind
1: of interesting. Well, you know what this proves also? I mean, you've got to include Facebook in this. These big companies like this, they have a monopoly on the public discourse. They really need to be broken up.
0: That's right. That's right. Well, look, we uh, we said we're going to talk about uh biden's first state dinner we'll save that to the end of the show let's get into this janet yellen thing uh janet yellen the treasury secretary and chief count counterfeit money printer uh, mm. in the u.s was on tv in an interview and she was asked about inflation and the causes of inflation and right. if you're an average everyday american you just about had to crap yourself at what she said She literally said that the inflation has risen to the point it has because the Biden administration did such a great job managing the COVID-19 pandemic that when it was over, people went out and splurged and bought things like barbecue grills. Yeah. Well, before we
1: get into that aspect she actually said something that is an out-and-out bold-faced lie. She said, and I quote, so we had a rapid recovery from the pandemic. Biden brought the unemployment down from 7% to 3.7%. I hate to tell, you know, Ms. Yellen, when Trump was president, no way was our unemployment (laughs) seven percent right an out and out bold-faced lie and nobody is picking up on this well nobody cares
0: in the mainstream media because you know if they point out you know facts that that goes in violation of the narrative right you know and the
1: narrative trumps everything including trump
0: (laughs) yeah exactly but yeah according to janet yellen you know, uh, the the reason we have this sky high inflation is because we Americans, we hard working Americans decided that we would go out and spend a little bit of the money we earned, our money, on things we we wanted or needed. Now, I, I'm guaranteeing you, right after the pandemic was over, a lot of that money was spe- was splurged to use her word, splurged on things like toilet paper
1: yeah you know that always goes in you know short supply but what's really even more ludicrous to her statement is that during this interview where all these these little things came out she also blamed russia for the increase in food and gas prices
0: yeah i'm sorry um I'm not buying borscht at the grocery store so I don't see how Russia has any effect
1: you well, know vodka has been out of we've been out of russian vodka for quite a few years I mean so, look
0: people go to the grocery store they buy what they want they buy the food they need to feed themselves right. and their
1: families right You know, this woman has no idea what she's talking about whatsoever. But then again, she was a big supporter of, you know, printing money, not having the treasure to back it.
0: Yeah, but that doesn't have anything to do with inflation. Oh, just ask any Biden administration official. That has nothing to do with it. The fact that we're printing monopoly money, funny money, uh, at rates that were unbelievable and giving it away, that has nothing to do with inflation. That doesn't make the dollar worth less.
1: Yeah, yeah, it
0: actually does. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, you know, but you can't, you can't get them to admit that. It,
1: it, it's ridiculous what's going on under you know Biden and crew. Absolutely ridiculous, and how all these people at the midterm who are on TV whining and crying about the inflation—they can't get this, they can't get that—but will pull the D lever. Do you really believe that all these people pulled that lever? No. I don't. No, I don't.
0: You know, and I mean that's that's what I'm saying. You know, the, this inflation wasn't hitting just conservatives, wasn't hitting just Republicans. It's hitting
1: everybody. Exactly. But at least the Republicans and the conservatives have the sense to vote for the right side. And a few Democrats, we're not going to say all, but a few Democrats did cross over. But it wasn't in the numbers we all expected. Or, Craig, was it? And the machines did their little job and flipped those votes.
0: Uh, You know, it's just... You gotta um, wonder. Well, and, you know the the fed the federal reserve they've been jacking up interest rates trying to cool down this inflation well okay but you know you can only do that for so long and then you create a whole nother problem it's called it's called the housing market crash and that's
1: coming that's why raising the interest rates absolutely makes no sense no i mean I, you know, if you've got
0: a tiny little bit of inflation, you can adjust the interest rate and, and kind of soften that out and, and eliminate it. But when you have inflation on a wholesale basis, I mean crazy inflation the way we've been having it, you can't adjust the interest rates
1: enough to hold that back. You just can't. And, you know, with this, this shifting of the interest rates, here it is, you have people that need homes, that want to buy homes, and you're making the interest rates, you know, not reaching what it was in the late 70s and partway through the 80s, where we saw 17, 18, 19, 20, 21% interest on homes in certain areas of the country. These people are complaining about 4 and 5 and 6 and 7% interest rates. Right. And they still can't afford to buy a home.
0: Well, and, and, you know, what about these, you know, people that, you know, bought a home uh, and, and this housing market thing is going to crash. All the, all the economists are saying, look out for this because it's coming. And, you know, what's going to happen to them? They're instantly going to be upside down on their mortgage.
1: Right. Right, and you know what they're bringing back now in some areas? Balloon mortgages, which are very dangerous.
0: Yeah. I mean, you can't, so, you don't want to get involved in that. You know, I mean, you, ju- you just
1: don't. Um, you bring down prices the right way. You create jobs, you create the need for goods, you don't. Uh, something that Biden just did. You don't kiss the butt of unions, which he did with the railroad. So he put off a strike for two years. That's all it's off for, folks. I mean, this is crazy. This is crazy what this man has done to our economy.
0: Well, and, and then again, why would Democrats be voting Democrat When right now, according to this new law that was just passed, okay, the the unions can screw
1: their workers. Exactly. But you know what? To the majority of Democrats, it's more important to them to pull the blue line because their hatred of anything on the right basically trumps all. They'll just party line straight down.
0: I mean... uh, it just it just doesn't get any better i don't care how you look at it right you know i mean that's that's just the the way it is now you know yellen is is out there saying that people went out and splurged and that's why we got inflation the way we've got it right doesn't work that way no but i'm just telling you that's what she said okay and then what happened two days later the Bidens went out and splurged on having 200 Maine lobsters flown to the White House.
1: Yes. And that explains Jill, You know, let's put it this way. Michelle Obama was one of the worst dress first ladies in history.
0: Oh my God.
1: But I think Jill Biden has now topped her to a formal dinner for the president of France, Joe Biden wore lobster pajamas. Now, let's let's be
0: clear about a couple of things here. A, we're not entirely sure she wore those to the dinner, but we do know she wore them in public earlier right. in the day. And B, are those really pajamas or are those the drapes from Red Lobster?
1: Ah,
0: now that's a good point. You know, (laughs) I I, I think it needs to be investigated.
1: No, I think what uh, Christy uh, Turgen or whatever her name is, legend's wife, I think she wore the drapes. She was probably trying to uh, emulate Scarlett O'Hara and failed miserably.
0: I mean, my God. You know, but I mean, look, we could we could talk all day about what some of these idiots were wearing, but that's not the real story here. No. You know, co- according to Janet Yellen, if you went out and bought a barbecue grill, you're responsible for inflation. However, if you order two hundred Maine lobsters to be flown to your location uh, for a dinner, it, it, that's not splurging. You know, Almost. I mean, now this this thing was you know a dinner for Macron. The, the French right. president right mm-hmm. now you now you would think you would have uh you know the room full of diplomats the room full of uh you know uh, political leaders and stuff and there were a few of those people there but really you've got John legend and and his wife you've got uh Jennifer, talk, Garden. Jennifer Garden. Garner yeah you got talking heads from MSNBC you've got all these different celebrities, these, what, what I call them is, you know, political dingleberries. They just cling to anything.
1: Not a uh, Republican or a conservative among them. Nope.
0: And they all come to this thing. Now, it's a state dinner. Okay? It's it's a big deal. It's Biden's first. He's never done one of these things.
1: Okay? I, I wonder if he stayed awake.
0: That's That's another good question. Okay? <laughs> But you know where they held it? They had a huge tent out in the yard. Right. Is this how you honor a, uh, a visiting president from no. France? You you hold your state dinner in a tent? Right. I mean, no. is,
1: is that really what you do? No, it isn't. It's very disrespectful. It's, this was a freak show. This was the you know freaky Hollywood crowd and big money spenders for all things Democrat. I mean this this was
0: kind of a nut job thing that yeah. you know when you look at it. And yeah, but
1: Macron in a way fit right in. I'm sorry it, to it,
0: say, in a weird way he did. Yeah, you know, but I mean if you look at the menu, okay. They had the 200 lobsters. Okay, mm-hmm. Those were flown in. Now, by the way, can can I just point something out here? Are you really observing green energy rules and regulations if you fly lobsters from Maine to Washington, D.C.?
1: Craig, it's just part of the liberal hypocrisy.
0: I, I'm thinking you're right on that. You know, I, go ahead. No, I, you know, I, I'm just saying, you know, that's that's you know one thing now they had a, a cheese course because we know the french are big with cheese
1: mm-hmm.
0: right so they had a cheese course and they had three different kinds of cheese for the cheese course okay. uh, and, and and probably the premier cheese they had and these were all american cheeses you know because you got to show off you know, your your americanism when you do this they had a blue cheese, which I know Diane absolutely loves blue cheese.
1: Oh, God, I can't stand it. It's moldy penicillin. <laughs> they had a blue cheese
0: that's like 200 and some odd dollars a wheel. This okay. is what,
1: this is what uh, Biden is spending our money on, folks.
0: Okay, now, if you think the lobsters and the blue cheese were maybe a little over the top, the wine selections were understated okay they had a, a Brut Rose and these were all Napa Valley wines they had a Brut mm-hmm. Rose that they served that you can pick up at any wine store you care to go to for right. 30, 36 bucks a bottle okay
1: Craig you're talking about a man and his wife who have no class whatsoever
0: yeah, I, I yeah I kind of get that, um, you know I I do understand that. Now I I did some looking, and uh, you know I found some some different wines that I would have gone with. You know when you're trying to, you know, the French are wine snobs, and Macron especially is a wine snob. Yeah, I would not I would not have served a thirty six dollar a bottle rosé i just wouldn't have done it okay but i did find a brute rosé out of napa valley because again it's got to be american that goes for about 400 dollars a bottle now i i if i'm trying to imprint the french president that's what i would have done they served a chardonnay that went for about i think it was 50 or 60 dollars a bottle Belcote Chardonnay mm-hmm. out of uh, Napa Valley goes for 13399 and that that Chardonnay is very full, very rich. It's got a very oak and pear and apple flavor to it. It's absolutely fantastic. And then they had a Cabernet Sauvignon. In okay. other
1: words, they all got rip raw and drunk there. They
0: were probably drunk before they got there. I mean, That's true. let's let's just be honest. Now, the Cabernet Sauvignon they served, you would think would be respectable at eighty-one dollars a bottle, okay? But it wasn't even a reserve. It wasn't even a special selection. Now they could have gotten from Napa Valley, Caymus, twenty seventeen Cab Sauvignon Special Selection for four hundred seventy-four dollars and ninety-five cents a bottle. Not that any of it would have impressed macron
1: but right you know probably you know stop at the uh head honchos table but you know what <laughs> gets me madder about all this i'm a vegetarian and they flew in 200 lobsters to feed the scuzz of the earth democrats i know and they probably came in on jets I would you think know, these are the climate change loons, folks.
0: I I wouldn't be surprised if they sent Air Force One.
1: Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> you know, um, now among among the people that were there was our transportation secretary Pete Buttigieg, mm-hmm. and and his husband slash wife, whatever you know, he refers to him, her, him as
1: yeah, um, she, yeah.
0: They arrived in a limousine. Now, isn't he the one that always talks about, you know, you should take your bicycle everywhere you go?
1: That's right. They're not all a, hypocrites.
0: Not a single car that pulled up with any of these people in it was an electric vehicle.
1: Not one. No. And they probably, the Hollywood elite probably flew in on their jets.
0: Yes, on their private jets. Oh, well, they wouldn't yeah, fly commercial. I mean, were
1: a bunch of flaming hypocrites you know now you know we we can't go to a grocery store and come out with reasonable bills but they can spend all this money to fly in lobsters uh yeah that's that's the problem yeah you want to know where inflation comes from it isn't from our end folks no we're not the
0: ones that are splurging no I mean I I haven't ordered two hundred lobsters recently.
1: No. And I never would.
0: <laughs> I mean this
1: is nuts. Yeah. But that's this is Biden's America. We are a laughing stock on the world stage. We're a laughing stock here at home. They're laughing at us at the border. You know, like crazy. They're just laughing. And I don't mean our people, I mean the ones coming across. This this is like a bizarro America that we're in right now.
0: For dessert last night, they had orange chiffon cake, roasted pears, and ice cream.
1: Well, you know what? There's nothing you can't make there yourself in a couple of dollars.
0: I, You know, I mean... I just I just look at this and kind of go, what are you doing, people? You know, can you imagine if Trump would have had a state dinner and invited people that had nothing to do with diplomacy to the thing and, and, and flown in 200 Maine lobsters for the event? Can you imagine what the Democrats would have said?
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. By the way, was uh, Kamala there?
0: i don't know if she was there um now
1: pelosi was there here it is she's so concerned about her husband and his major head injury and yet here she is
0: napa valley wines i'm sure he got hammered all over again
1: that probably
0: (laughs) you know uh rogue river blue cheese she was right rogue river blue cheese diane that's that's what you want to get 200 and some odd dollars a, a wheel um yeah you know yeah i mean nancy had to be there you know uh mm-hmm. you know so what that paulie had a headache <laughs> you know um there's still plenty of wine in napa valley they didn't drink at all at, at the white house
1: that's true right I mean, I mean, it's probably Biden. Probably can't have it. It might, you know, uh, interact with his meds.
0: Well, but you know, they they did have ice cream. But I'm surprised that one of the main courses wasn't pudding.
1: I I knew you were going to say that. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just,
0: you know, just thinking out loud. Now you asked if Kamala was there. I don't know. Earlier in the week or late last week, they sent her to the Philippines. Yeah. And she was over there standing on a fishing dock as people, fishermen, were getting off the boats. And she saying, hello, hi, hi. And, and they're looking at her like, what the hell?
1: Yeah. Oh, well, she's, she's a, a total joke on the world stage. I don't think there's one person that takes her seriously.
0: Well, I mean... It has it gotten so bad, they need her out of the way so much, they send her to yes. the Philippines and tell her to say hi to the fishermen. <laughs> yes.
1: Remember, she's the border czar that has never been to the actual border. I know. But Joe's, Joe's been to the border. And never been there either.
0: No, no. According, according to P, uh, Jean, Jean-Pierre. Oh yeah, he's been there. She laughed it off. You well, know. she's
1: a liar. I think her Medusa her hair is pulled a little too tight.
0: The 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 hair dye is seeped
1: in too far. Yeah, yeah. The uh, it's it's to the point that we are in such bad shape now in this country. If you don't try to make some kind of light of it, it'll drive you crazy.
0: I don't know what French for holy crap is, but I'm sure Macron said that when when he showed up for the state dinner. It's like, really? This is what I get? I come all the way over here, and this is what I get?
1: Well, you got to remember something. Macron is not the best leader that France could have had.
0: No, but he is the leader they have. Yeah. You know? And if you're going to put on your very first state dinner and you're trying to impress the leader of the other country, this is not the way you go about it.
1: No, not at all. Well, speaking of, well, it's kind of related, but not really, because Joe Biden is the common denominator. He is considering meeting with Putin to try to end the war in Ukraine.
0: Do you mm-hmm. think
1: Biden, Joe Biden, has the intelligence, the brains, the fortitude to go up against Putin? No. Putin's going to eat him up and spit him out.
0: He doesn't have the brains or the wherewithal to go up against Putin's pet parakeet. <laughs> and by the way, the parakeet can actually speak better English than Biden. Probably. Probably.
1: Probably. I mean, this this is what we're facing, folks. A meeting between Joe Biden and Vladimir Putin. Uh, I'd love what? to be a fly on that wall.
0: I'm really surprised that on the menu, Biden didn't insist, well, you know, we're trying to impress him. Let's have French fries. <laughs>
1: You never know; they it could have been on the kitty menu.
0: Good Lord, folks! We've hit the end of the show here, and I think thankfully. Um, but you know, we just we had tell to
1: people what we're doing next week. Yeah, go ahead. Back into a serious mode. Yeah, go ahead. Well, you are. Uh, I'm taking the on the sanctity and the integrity of the vote. In other words, what we don't have.
0: And I am in a snarky way taking on the technology of the vote, right? So that's what we got coming up next Tuesday.
1: Yeah, and, and basically, there's a very simple way to um, end all this voting nonsense, and I will be getting into that, folks. And, it if has, you men- and it's beyond simple IDs, folks.
0: If you missed any part of tonight's show, just go to rspradio1.com, click the podcast button. This show will be there tomorrow morning along with all the rest. But for now, Diane, it's time for us to sign off.
1: Yes, it is. Nighty-night, folks.
0: Good night, everybody. Have a great weekend. We'll catch up with you again on Tuesday. Bye-bye.